0: Welcome to the Meet Sandvik podcast, where today we will talk about a hot topic, electrification in mining. My name is Manita Sander and I'm sitting here with Henrik Ager, who is president for Sandvik Mining and Rock Solutions, a business area within Sandvik. A warm welcome. Thank you. So if you could start and tell us on a high level why electrification is so important and uh, how core it is to making mining more sustainable.
1: I believe electrification will be one of the biggest technology shifts we see in mining uh, together with digitalization and automation. Uh, it's gained a lot of momentum over the last 18 months and we see a lot of activity in the market. Our customers are very, very interested. Um, so it will be a very big thing for Sandvik. I also think it's it's a big thing for mining. Mining is a... a, a, a carbon-intense industry, so an industry that uses a lot of energy and has a big carbon footprint. And electrifying uh, underground mining is a great way of reducing uh, the greenhouse gas footprint of mining in the world.
0: Are there other sustainability aspects also to the electrification mining?
1: Well, in underground mining, there it's usually quite hot. Uh, there's also... Uh, dust and fumes and when we start using electrified or electric equipment underground, we take away the the emissions of the equipment, we also take away the heat that the equipment generates or we take away 87% of that heat that traditional diesel equipment uh, generates. and So it reduces heat, uh, reduces then the need for for ventilation and cooling in mining uh, and thereby saves quite a bit of money.
0: So it's good for the environment, good for the workers, and good for the economy?
1: That's that's correct. When we get this to work, it will be good for all of those.
0: And in a general sense, how do electric fleets help enable economical deep mining?
1: Well, the deeper you go, the hotter it gets. Uh, so when you do a mine expansion and you go one level down, it gets hotter. So you need more ventilation and more cooling. Uh, if you do that with electric equipment, the the uh, requirements for for ventilation and, and cooling goes down. Uh, so so the mine can save on the capital costs of putting in ventilation shafts and uh, and all the ventilation and cooling equipment, uh, and also then obviously save on. Uh, the OPEX cost of running that equipment. And if it's run on fossil fuels, so coal-based power, for instance, then, of course, they, they reduce the carbon footprint as well.
0: You mentioned the OPEX cost. What's that?
1: So OPEX, operating cost of the, of the mine. So, so if they have less equipment to run, then it uses less energy, so they have to pay for less uh, electricity.
0: What about the economy? Is it more expensive to buy electric mining equipment?
1: So when you compare traditional diesel equipment to electric equipment today and you look at the total cost of running that equipment over the life cycle of the equipment, uh, electric and diesel are already on par with one another. Uh, Electric equipment has higher capex so the price per equipment is higher but the opex the operating cost is lower so the fuel cost is lower and the maintenance cost is lower if you then factor in the savings on ventilation and cooling the business case can be really really strong already now
0: how about productivity and efficiency compared to traditional equipment
1: electric equipment has the potential to be more productive than traditional equipment you get fantastic torque out of these machines so they can load faster they can drive faster up the ramp Uh, another benefit that we maybe don't talk enough about is that the electric equipment for the same capacity is smaller so a 50 ton capacity truck is the size of a traditional 40 ton truck that means that you can have for the same amount of output you can have smaller tunnels in an underground mine smaller tunnels means you move less waste rock uh, as you build the mine. So again, you save a lot on the capex cost of building or, or developing the mine because you can use smaller equipment with the same capacity.
0: It sounds like a great case. How about the, the mine owners or the customers? What's the demand from them? Is this something they see as positive and want to have?
1: They are very... Excited about the potential of electric equipment. At the same time, they see the obvious challenges. We've been operating with diesel equipment for a very, very long time. We have uh, our operators and our maintenance engineers are used to maintaining and running diesel equipment. Now we have something with, with batteries and electric motors and it operates differently. Uh, it's maintained in a different way. We put it into an environment that's hot and humid, which is really not a good place for electric equipment. So so we have both the operational challenges and the purely mechanical challenges of having electric equipment in that environment uh, and making that work. We've had all those, those years to prove up our diesel equipment and make it reliable and robust. Now we have to do fast track that with the electric equipment and make it as robust and reliable.
0: And how much of our equipment today that we sell is electric?
1: Today it's about 1% of what we sell, so a very small part. At the same time, a big share of the large contracts that we negotiate already today is have electric equipment as a natural part of them. So they the contracts go for a number of years and towards the end of their lifetime, we start introducing electric equipment. So, so it's already very much on the table. Uh, a lot of customers wanna try electric equipment. Some have already decided to build all electric mines. Um, others are exploring and seeing if that's the way that they can go and when. So I think this will be a bigger and bigger part of what we do and what we sell over time. I'm expecting it to be a part of major contracts that we negotiate Um, in a couple of years. It's going to be in pretty much every contract.
0: Yeah, you say it's a small part today, but what about in in the future? What do you foresee there?
1: I think electric equipment has the uh, potential to overtake Diesel equipment over time, and and, and uh, completely replace diesel or almost replace diesel uh, over time. So so um, uh, maybe ten years from now, it, that's all that we do. It's a question of how fast we get there. I think with underground drills, uh, we could get there a little bit faster. The requirements for the underground loaders and trucks are are tougher when you go electric because they use a lot more energy. Um, so. That might take a little bit longer.
0: So how has electrical equipment developed during the years?
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of development and we have categorized it into generation one, two and three of electric equipment uh, so in generation one uh, what you did was uh, you took an old loader or truck you took out the diesel engine and the and the fuel tank and replaced it with the battery and, and electric motor and, and off you went um, now that keeps a lot of the inefficiencies of our traditional equipment in the machine so you don't get the benefits of electric as we move on to generation two and, and uh, we feel we are at Generation three with, with our equipment, we've designed the equipment around the new drivetrain. So around the battery and the electric motors, we've designed the equipment. The pan- the benefits of that is it's a much more efficient machine, so it uses less energy for for the same amount of output. Um, Which obviously is good for, for, well, it would be good for diesel. It's also very good when you have a battery. Uh, Second is that the, the equipment is smaller. So, so we can have the same capacity machine that is much smaller. So, so a 10 ton loader is the size of a set of a traditional seven ton loader. A 50 ton truck is the size of a traditional 40 ton truck. So you can, you move, you move more rocks with less.
0: Okay, and what do you think would be the fourth generation then?
1: Oh yeah, now, now we're getting into R&D and that, that's maybe not my, my uh, home turf. Uh, I think we will have a equipment in the fourth generation that is uh, then fully integrated with automation and digitalization. So, so it's completely connected automated with uh, an, an artificial intelligence automation system.
0: Sometimes you hear that battery electric technology is only beneficial at greenfield operations. Why is it also positive at existing sites?
1: Well, first of all, uh, I think whether it's greenfield or brownfield doesn't matter. It, it's equally beneficial when you develop a new section of an underground mine because then you and and what this is about is the capex savings so the capex savings of putting in fewer ventilation shaft less ventilation and cooling equipment uh, so that you can only you can only save that capex uh, when, when you uh, are developing a new part of the mine or a completely new mine but in existing mines you still have the ventilation and cooling requirements so if you change from diesel to electric you can start turning down your ventilation and cooling because you don't need as much anymore.
0: And what makes Sandvik world leading in electrification in mining?
1: Well, first of all, we've been busy with electric equipment for a very long time. We sold our first electric loader back in the early 80s and we've delivered more than 600 units uh, of electric equipment up to now. Uh, So we've been busy with electric for quite some time and have a lot of experience. In addition, we acquired a very exciting company called Artisan in 2019 that have developed the swappable battery technology and design the equipment for loaders and trucks around that swapping capability. And when the machine can swap the battery by itself, it makes it very agile. It's very easy to introduce in an existing mine because you don't need to... Put in infrastructure like cranes. You don't need to put in fast charging, uh, which puts an enormous burden on your on your uh, electrical infrastructure. You can just more or less plug and play. Uh, you put a couple of batteries, portable charging station, a- and the equipment underground, and off you go.
0: So Sandvik has a lot of knowledge within this area. So how how do you if you tell us about your vision about the future mine? What would that be?
1: Yeah, the mine of the future. There have been many visions of the mine of the future. Uh, My vision is that the the mine in the future is automated. with equipment that is connected and intelligent. And what I mean by intelligent is it makes its own choices on when to stop, where to go, uh, based on instruction from from a system, obviously, but but, um, an equipment that can identify a person or another vehicle and and stop or turn around it. Um, And it's 100% electric.
0: Electrification, it also affects the demand for minerals, What are electrification-driven minerals and how does it affect sunvik?
1: The most obvious electrification-driven minerals that people tend to talk about are cobalt and lithium that go into the batteries. Um, But as we electrify a society, the demand goes up for for a lot of other metals. And and the biggest uh, ones from a mining point of view are copper, zinc and nickel. So the demand for for copper, zinc, and nickel goes up. And when the demand for, for those minerals go up, then our customers need to develop more mines and they need to buy more equipment. So that's good for us.
0: Finally, a question I ask to all participants in the podcast. If you could choose freely between living or dead people, who would you like to have dinner with and why?
1: Yeah, that That is a challenging question. Uh, I've heard it before. I think... If I had my choice, I would have dinner with Jesus and uh, open my ears and listen, prepare a couple of questions and then just sit back and listen to how he thought about things and what the problems are in the world and, and what we should do.
0: Yeah, I think that would be interesting as well. Thank you very much, Nick.
1: Thank you.